So today's episode is another one that has been a long time coming. And I feel like I say that all the damn time, but you know how freaking hard it is to like line up sitting down with someone and recording because everyone is busy. <laughs> but this is an episode that I feel particularly freaking honoured to share uh, and I think you will all see why pretty instantly. Um, but I'm joined today by a veteran of the South Australian kickboxing and Muay Thai, well, combat sports scene. We'll say well, combat sports scene. Um, a veteran of the combat sports scene here in South Australia and um, someone who is a man of very few words um, which is kind of what I like about him because he just sort of does his thing and keeps to himself. But he's someone who I have a tremendous amount of respect for, someone who's made me feel um, incredibly um, welcome at his gym, Boar's Martial Arts, and just a fucking all-round good dude. We'll leave it at that. I'm particularly honoured to share today's episode because um, – our guest today, Darren Gangel, shares a part of his story which I'm led to believe is not something that's widely known. And I think for all of you listening, you'll see or hear rather very quickly that um, it is quite a vulnerable thing to share. And the really cool thing from such an intense story is that it kind of really sets the scene for the level of why or the level of purpose behind what Boar's Martial Arts is creating here in South Australia and now through Carly Gangel, Darren's daughter, um, nationally. So it's one big fucking influential ripple effect and um, I get to share it here on the Live Free Experience. So I'm feeling particularly, particularly, I can't even talk, particularly um, humbled and wowsed to be able to share this with you all. So without further ado, episode 80 of the Live Free Experience podcast. Let's get the show on the road. All right, Darren, how are we? Good, thank you. That's good. I'm, uh, you'll have to excuse, I'm kind of coming out of a cold, so I'm no probably worries. sounding a little no, bit that's, that's for you and the listeners' sake. Um, okay, so let's start off, because um, I know you've been around the industry for a long time. Very long um, time. And I don't actually know your story. I mean, obviously, for the likes of Carly and Alicia, and your, your son's got a background in combat sports as well? Yes, yes, yep. he has. So obviously, for the likes of them, it's been kind of a natural lead-in um, being your background as well. Yes. But what what got you started in the industry? Like, were your parents part of the combat sports scene or what? No, definitely not. Um, my father was a, um, a cop. Yep. Um, and uh, I suppose what first started uh, in the part that he was in, um, in the homicide section and all of that sort of thing, they used to have uh, guests from um, other countries come in um, at this stage, he had a uh, female police officer from um, Papua New Guinea come in and uh, she would come to our house and they would talk and everything and he'd go to work and that sort of thing. And uh, she um, 
was doing martial like a, a certain martial arts um, because the streets were pretty rough over in Papua New Guinea, especially for a female. Yeah. She was a pretty rough lady, and I can still remember her even back in those days. And she started to teach me a bit on the front lawn. So, uh, yeah, it was really interesting. So I really, really, that's, that was my first introduction to martial arts. Um, then there was a situation uh, back when I was about uh, eight years of age. Um, to, we, our house backed onto a school grounds and um, two of us were playing there, um, hand tennis against the canteen wall and uh, the ball went flying and uh, she went to look for the ball. And it was about 10 minutes later and I thought, where's she gone? Don't know. So I sort of wandered around there and there was a lunch area and um, I was grabbed and pulled in with her and uh, by a gentleman. Um, things were going on. It was only from what I learned from that lady that she taught me that I was able to break loose wow. and go and get help. Wow. So I was lucky to come unscathed even though it, it, it's that um, she wasn't as lucky. Um, and that's what drives me. Wow. And uh, I only, probably, it was only about five years ago that my kids learnt that. Wow. Um, yeah, a friend of mine just said, look, she said, I think you should tell your story to all your students yeah. and everything, which I, I ended up doing. Wow. And, what was so, and my, kids, my kids were there and they were sort of only in the background. They weren't even in the class and they just about... Yeah, collapsed. They didn't know. So I was. That's sort of just a bit of a, a quick rough, and that's how I got into martial arts. That's what drives me to keep teaching kids. Wow. Mm. So I assume that that's not common knowledge then within no, the local not. scene. No, it's not. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. Then. Mm, no worries. So boars is a result of that. It is. I did have a. Um, uh, I did have another club uh, back in the early days. Um, and uh, where you know because I did box um, and I, I did. Um, do uh, Muay Thai under Joe Ip. Um, and uh, yeah, so I did that, but I ended up um, breaking my back when I was in the fire service. So I ended up having to give the, give oh the club a, give the club a bit of a wide berth and um, uh, I had to stop training and obviously stop work and all of that for six, 12 months. So um, and then I just went back to boxing because I couldn't really use my legs. And then I got back into the martial arts and here I am, Bors is born. Wow. So what martial art did you start off with? I mean, obviously you had the stuff from um, the, the lady. Yes, yeah. Um, but then what, what was the transi transition from there? Yeah, the, um, where we lived across the road, um, he was a bouncer back yep. in the early days. And uh, he was doing taekwondo. So I started with um, Tiger Taekwondo Beautiful. back in... Real, real, I can't even remember what I was, probably nine, ten, somewhere like that. Yeah. 11th member. Yep. Mm. And then what, what was the kind of progression from there? So from Taekwondo, obviously then... Yeah, Taekwondo. Um, funny enough, in Nisa Fury, where Carly fights, um, the, uh, the head, one of the security guys, he's still there. He was the head instructor at Taekwondo back then. There you go. Um, but, um, yeah, so I stuck with Taekwondo for many, many years. Um, then I went under um, another Tongan gentleman, um, mm -hmm. and he was training, um, and it was sort of a bit of a modified street-style martial arts. Yeah. So I went with him for many, many years, five, five ten years, I think. And, um, yeah, he, he sort of went back to Tonga, so yeah. that's where I, I took over his club yeah, okay. in the early days, which was... Pilsung Martial Arts. Yeah. Mm. So how, how, long, uh, how long was that journey with that club? I think um, with that club, 
yeah, I the club that I had. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was a good 10, 12, 15 years, I reckon. Yep. Back in, into my early 20s when uh, the incident with my back yep. occurred. Mm. So then uh, when did the karate come into it? Because obviously there's a heavy karate kind of background here at Boars. Yeah, yeah, freestyle karate, yep. um, definitely. Um, as I said, I, um, I, I started boxing um, because I couldn't really use my legs. And then the kids were, my wife was taking the kids to a taekwondo class and she said, oh, I think you better come down and have a look because I didn't sort of get there too much and went down and I didn't really like it. So I went searching around for different clubs and then I um, went to a, um, a freestyle karate club, walked in and thought, no, this, this seems all right. So I took the kids there and next thing I stepped on the floor and uh, that was it. Yeah. But, I, but I, was, I was definitely doing a lot of kickboxing as well. But yeah. I just wanted to do a little bit with, um, with the older two kids back then. Yeah. Mm. So can I ask then, and this might be a bit of a taboo question, but do you have a favourite uh, style? or? Um, I, I definitely, I still, <coughs> like the, I still like the freestyle martial arts. Yeah. Um, because I like to be involved with the, the street contact. Yeah. Situations. Yeah. So that, that's why I really like that. I love the Muay Thai. I love the tradition. Yeah. Um, I love Thailand. So branching into that was just fantastic. Yeah. Mm. So it, it's, uh, they work together. Yeah. work hand in hand. Yeah. Mm. Beautiful. So what's your favourite part then? I mean, obviously now you work heavily as a coach, not only for, for you know, the youngsters teaching them self-defence, but also working with, you know, active Muay Thai fighters. Yes. Uh, what's your favourite part of, of being a coach? Um, most of most of the students would say I like to use my voice. Yeah, <laughs> very loud. And, yeah, I'm I'm pretty hard, pretty hardcore. Yeah. But um, my favourite part, I, I still like to be involved with um, the seniors doing the martial arts. Yeah. Um, as I said in the in the street attack stuff. Yeah. That's probably what I like most. Yeah. But I I do like to see the um, the fighters with their journey with Muay Thai. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Can I ask then, because I I feel like for me, martial arts is kind of, um, I guess, it's reflective of life in a way. Like I feel like a lot of the the lessons you learn on the mats or on, you know, in the ring or whatever it may be, um, whether it be in training or, you know, in a fight itself, um, what you have to learn about yourself in those situations also... You know, I find that I learn a lot about myself in day-to-day life as well. And they're kind of skills that they, they interweave from life yes. itself to training. Do you find that? Oh, definitely. And definitely. Is... The life skills that you learn through martial arts and the combat industry is amazing. Yeah. Um, it gives so much. My life obviously revolves around it, um, but in such a positive way. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Definitely. So what would you say the biggest lesson you've learned from it is then? Um... <coughs> uh, patience is a big one. <laughs> yeah, that's probably one I'm still learning myself. But... Patience is a big one. Um, but I, I just, I just think people in general. Yeah. I think you just learn a lot about people and mm-hmm. um, what they want and what they need and uh, what they expect and what they expect from you and uh, um, because really, as a coach, you're always giving. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. You're giving whether they, whether they understand how much you give and how much thought goes into everything. You know, it's just tireless. Yeah. So how long has Boars been operating? I mean, this is a pretty massive facility. So, is this? Yep. Was this home to begin with? Yeah. No, this wasn't home to begin with. Um, uh, when I first started, I was using um a couple of halls. Yep. Um, 
but then I progressed and I was at uh, Haller and Hillford about 23, 22, 22 yep. years. Um, but now we've just moved over to this facility. So, oh, so this is only recent here. Yeah, this oh, is about three go. years we've been here. There you go. Yeah, yeah they, um, we sort of outgrew that a little bit anyway. Um, that was about 400 square metres. Mm-hmm. And the class again. And then the, the owners of this offered to to have this because this building will eventually be pulled down. Yeah. But they said they wanted somebody in here, so that was a, this is a thousand square meters. It was an old gym. Yeah. So we pulled down all the walls, and uh, here we are. There you go. Mm. So what's uh? I mean, if that voice that they're looking at tearing it down eventually, what's what's your plan moving forward then? Look, they 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 don't haven't given us any dates yeah. or anything like that. They still say it'll be a couple of years moving forward. I don't know. Might have to. Uh, um, lean on Carly and see where she's going with it all as yeah. well, I suppose, and see what we do from here and where we can go. Uh, I know that legislation um, in this local council, you could not use any industrial area. Yeah. Commercials area is fine, but not industrial. But um, I do believe recently they have changed. Okay. Um, and there are gyms and things in the commercial areas here, which which gives you a bit more of an idea on where you can go. You can... Yeah go yeah. to different places and because yeah a thousand square meters and we we feel this so yeah it's like yeah there's where nights we go where i walk here in and it's and it keeps on growing a struggle yeah. to find a spot on the mats there that's so, right yeah. and obviously with carly the way she is you know she yeah. she's um driven and people follow her and the female yeah, side definitely. of things here is massive definitely mm. so how do you feel then like knowing knowing now your your background and kind of what started it all for you i mean obviously carly's out there with females fighting forward you know creating these self-defense seminars and really creating a big shift there what's it like for you to sit and witness that um that is it's fantastic yeah um i've got many instructors here under me in the martial arts as well as the trainers and pad holders and things but i've always said that i i just want to be a stepping stone i want to be a stepping ladder so i'm i really feel on the bottom rung i want people to go above me and everything which you know they all are, you know, yeah. they are, they're all stepping up. I give so much, I let the different instructors have their time here, have their classes here, do their own thing, which I was allowed to do. Yeah. And it goes with Carly too. She's doing her own thing and going up and up and up and, and yeah. that's a good thing. It's, you know, it's it's a pat on the back for me and because I just watch it. Yeah. I can sit back and watch it. I'm, I'm getting on in life now, yeah. so I'd like, it, it's good to just sit back. Yeah. Mm. Pretty, uh, pretty massive ripple effect. It is definitely. Yeah, and knowing as well. I mean, um, obviously, I've had Margie on the show in the past. One of your yes. instructors here, and she's doing all her work um, over in uh, where's where's she do it? Um, Cambodia. Cambodia. That's it. Mm. I was thinking Thailand, but I knew that wasn't it. Yeah, but yeah. All her work in Cambodia. Cambodia, with, um, and that's just an, that's just another thing. Just watching Margie excel and what she's doing and what she believes in, and you know, it's uh, you know. What, what I've taught her and things like that and she's just going on and she assists Carly and yeah, yeah it's just from being a nurse and watching her kids here and now to where she's gone. Yeah, mm. pretty uh, pretty massive. So we had uh, Nisa Fury on the weekend anyway. And yes. we had Carly uh, defend her Commonwealth, Commonwealth title. title. What was that like for you as a dad to watch and as a coach? Yeah, as um yeah, I've got, obviously with the other fighters when I've got them, I, I still get a little bit nervous for the fighters, yep. but not so much. But yep. when it's your daughter, yeah, stepping in the ring, it's uh, it's hard. 
Uh, yeah. Definitely hard. It was a long day for me because I wake up in the morning and I'm, I'm nervous for her yeah. getting in there. Even though I know she does most, of the, she does all the prep herself and everything like that. It's just her stepping in the ring. Nisa Fury was a great show, big show, long night. She didn't fight until about 11 p.m. But did an outstanding job. She had many injuries leading up to this, and she wasn't kicking off her right leg for five weeks prior to wow. this fight. Um, so we knew we, we had to do something different for the fight. But the the uh, lady was, um, yeah, she was strong. She was a bit. The fight was a bit awkward, but uh, she kept on coming at Carly. But to Carly's credit, she um, mm. got in there and did what she does best. She's a beast. <laughs> I mean, I uh, I always kind of have an ear to the ground in the industry, and she's a name that pops up again and again, again. as someone that people have their eye on. That's so. right. No, it's very good. I, I go um, to Queensland with one of my other fighters and you get talking to other trainers and they, everybody knows Carly. Yeah. Yeah, she's, you know, she's phenomenal. She just, everyone she's fought, it's been hard. And yeah. Yeah they, yeah, they all know her, so it's good. Yeah. Don't know me as much. But <laughs> <laughs> well, right. You know, I've always been known, I've always been known that. I'm always, you know, it was always, um, oh, that's Darren, that's Don, which is my father's name, that's Don's son. Yeah. And it goes through my kids, you know. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> Now uh, it's Carly's dad. <laughs> Alicia was in boxing, right? Because I don't yes, really know yep. much of Alicia's background. So she, Yeah, she, she did, um, yeah, she obviously did martial arts with me. Yep. Um... And I mean, I've watched her spar in here, and I'm like, yeah, she's <laughs> in she's the early days when she was young in her teens. She, the old photos of her, you probably wouldn't wouldn't believe it. Just her face, she was um, evil. <laughs> <laughs> she really was evil. And the adults and the seniors that are still here, that were um, back then, twenty odd years ago, they'll say how hard she was as yeah, a okay. thirteen year old. She did start. We did do a bit of Muay Thai when she was seven. Yep. Um, she actually um, trained a bit to try Sirisuit that come over from uh, America. I always took her to his seminars. Yep. Um, and she did a fair bit under um, Nino Pillar and uh, Stephanie Curtis. Yep. Um, who we know now helps assist Carly out as well. Um, she's still around in the boxing industry. So she did a little bit of that. She was doing the freestyle martial arts and then she went boxing. Yep. Mm. And just did pure boxing, which was good until she injured a bone in her hand. But she was very good, and she's still boxing under Steph these days. Good on her. So yeah, including doing the more time. Yep. But she's right into all her, her Spartan stuff and all of that. So good on But her. she's been around for quite some time doing it all. What about you? So excuse my ignorance here, but I mean, I assume you've had some, you know, uh, Muay Thai fights or K1 fights. I did. I never, never got into the. Um, I was training to go. To do the if it was kickboxing back then it wasn't Muay Thai. Um, I was training to to get in the kickboxing ring, but yeah. I did have three boxing fights. Yeah, okay. Mm. So you mm. never went through with the the, the Kick, kickboxing. No, I'd injured my back. Oh, that okay. Yeah, yeah. Got you. Got you. So okay. Um, curious then, because I, I I feel that this is often a an argument within the industry of whether you've got uh you know um ring experience so to speak. Yep. What is that something that you've come up against at all where people have sort of um... not really? There's many, many trainers out there that have um, not fought, yeah, especially more Thai. That's yeah. only sort of recently been that, that mm. big thing. There's many that haven't, uh, haven't been there, but there's many that have. Yeah, um, I've been lucky enough to train and I absorb information very well, yeah, um, and uh, been assisted by some very, very good trainers. Mm, yeah. um, over in Thailand and also here yeah. I learn from everybody so I pass that knowledge on 
Yeah. Um, yeah. To the fighters. Um, but, yeah, it's just same as, you know, like there's a lot of football coaches out there that only played mediocre exactly. football, but yeah. they're good at communicating. Exactly, yeah. And, I mean, and people respect them and, and, you know, I've got, you know, my guys in here really do respect me. and Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, I mean, that's uh, – even for me, I get that a lot where – you know, I mean, I train heavily, but I haven't haven't got in and had a fight myself, and so yep. that's often something I get where you know, what would you know? Mm. But uh, I do I do think that there's a difference between um, a fighter and and a coach, and a lot of in my experience, a lot of um, coach successful coaches, highly successful coaches, are the ones who didn't necessarily have a quote unquote successful fight career. Yes, and it's because there's just a slight difference in how they think. You know, or a slight difference in how they communicate. That's and right. so that's what actually sets them up as being such a great coach because they're not necessarily a fighter. That's right. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Same with a lot of other sports. Yeah. Um, you know, there's many soccer coaches out there that never played a game, but exactly. they've, they've watched and that sort of thing. But I did do um, a bit of sparring over there in uh, Thailand and it was probably a fair highlight um, of mine to spar with some of those trainers yeah. over there. It yeah. was it was really, really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, like the, the, just the, the small guys being able to just, you know, I tried to keep them out of a clinch because they just throw you, but, yeah. you know, um, my hands and everything were quite good, but, uh, yep. yeah, yeah, it, it was a bit of an experience, but, um, yeah, it's good. So what, um, for you then, I mean, having, having run your own business for 25 years, what's that journey been like? I mean, you've obviously, there'd be challenges and struggles and all of that in between, What's run, yeah, definitely. Um, even though the the club's run as a business, uh, most of the the funds are injected back into the club. Yeah. Um, to keep it functioning, obviously with equipment. Um, I had thought back many years ago. I, I did really want to give up, give it all up at about forty years of age. Yep. And that that had been that was my plan. Yeah. Was to give it up, and then it it sort of crept on and on and on. Um, I did take over. Uh, 40 people to um, Thailand, all my instructors and their family, because that was my farewell to them. Wow. And I was uh, going to move out. But as the interest came into Thailand and Muay Thai, it sort of held me around. Yeah. Mm. There you go. So what's uh, what's your perspective then? I mean, obviously, Carly's kicking goals with Pride Fight Series at the moment. Yes. Um, what's what's that like for you, witnessing all of that kind of That's fantastic. Fruition? You know, they, they, I get from so many calls and that, oh, how's your... Pride series going. I said, it's got nothing to do with me. Yeah. It's all Carly. Yeah. It's nothing to do with the balls. I'm exactly like any other trainer that gets the information. I don't yeah. know anything. She does the whole thing herself. It's, yeah. it's n- nothing to me. I've injected no money in it or no knowledge. She's done the whole lot. But yeah. then again, I have taken trailer loads of stuff down for her and that's yeah. the only that's the only thing I've ever done for her so yeah yeah but that it's so good to see yeah you know we need it in South Australia we need all these different definitely all these different uh, shows definitely. to put the fighters on definitely mm. so I mean because I feel like uh, uh just from an outsider's perspective and a couple of the conversations I have had with Carly um she's very growth driven and and focused on kind of really trying to grow that industry um where would you like to see the industry head towards? Um, obviously, I do like like the Muay Thai, um, I, the, um, rather than some of the others. I, I don't get too much into um, 
into MMA or anything yeah. like that. I've never trained in it, so I don't yeah. bother. K1, sort of, I watch a little bit of that, but Muay Thai, I suppose, is more my passion. I like to see the, the different shows and what they're doing. Um, South Australia definitely needed the variety that we've got now. Yeah. Um, you know, picks everything up. Yeah. You know, we have got enough fighters here in South Australia to, to warrant that at the moment. Mm. Um, Carly brings a lot from interstate, which is good too. Yeah. Um, and they're starting to recognise and see some of our fighters for what they are rather than South Australia being this little place yeah. here, you know. Yeah. Mm. But we do run out. I suppose that's why I take one of the fighters up to Queensland quite a bit because we've run out of fighters in yeah. a white category here. So yep. and it gives the experience. So, yeah. 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 I think... Um, my perspective is the more we can kind of, you know, interweave the different states of Australia and get athletes over and, and you know, a, across as well, um, yeah, the more we can kind of put ourselves on the map and, mm, and start growing it. That's right. That's what Carly's attempting to do. You know, yeah. She's more to Australia's representing South Australia. She's a good contact. She, she's uh, really, really driven to help yeah. South Australians out yeah. to get out there. Yeah, mm. definitely. Cool. So, um, purely a selfish question here, and don't don't alter your answer for me. But what's your perspective in terms of uh, like the mindset stuff around um, around fighting? Yeah, it's um, I've I, some of our fighters um, would benefit from it. Others maybe not so much that we've had in the past. They sort of they were set. The older ones are set in their ways and. Yeah. Uh, we just used to grind away at the training, whereas now it's all all a little bit different. Um, obviously, uh, you know, our fighters have got jobs, families. They've they've got to work around all of that sort of thing and um, jump into the ring. Yeah. So having having sort of like someone to work with them on their mind and what they want is 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 a great thing. Yeah. Mm. What do you? Because I know. Um, let me think of how I want to word this. I mean, you've been around in the scene for a while, and I know that from my perspective, the the mindset stuff is very much a new thing, and it's a foreign thing. You know, in terms yeah. of, I, I still get people respond to me, you know, with a bit of a uh, a bit of confusion or a bit of you know a lack of clarity around what it is I ex- I do exactly. Um, why do you think that is? That back in the day there wasn't really much of a consideration for how mindset would impact an athlete versus now. Yeah, look, I suppose it goes the same for the, the older footballers and things like that. Yeah, you see, back in the old days, it was whether it was a thing that people were, a, how can I say it, um, a bit soft. Yeah. You would you would be known as soft to be yeah. looking at that way. Yeah. But it really isn't. It's actually to look at the positive energy in each of the sportsmen. Yeah. Or sports women, um, for them, yeah, for their fight thing, you know, like I like to, you know, like for myself, I like to be that hard coach, that person that yells at them, that person that, you know, they walk out all grumpy at. That's that's me. Yeah. Um, the mind <laughs> thing, <laughs> the mind thing um, is good for them to give somebody else a chance to speak to them and, and get that positive energy in their mind because it's big. You've got to have the heart. Mm. You've got to have the technique with yeah. the hands and punching, but you get that mind is, is a, another thing too. Yeah, definitely. Um, but, yeah, back in the old days it was just grind it and yeah. put up with it. If you if you can't do it, then don't do it. Don't yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah. That's and right. I, I think, you know, you, you said there that as a coach you like to kind of be the, the hard coach. Yeah. Um, I think there has to be 
that element you know at the end of the day it's not a you're not getting in there to skip around the ring you're getting in there to get punched in the face so that's, that's yeah, right it's it's one of those sports that you have if, if you can't kind of put up with it then it's probably the wrong sport you know? yeah well that's right yeah i don't know it's, it's the other night oh last yeah, I, I took last night, that's right, last night, because I've been standing away from the general classes because I've been assisting the fighters out the back. And um, last night I stepped in and, uh, yeah, my voice does carry a bit. And um, then a couple of the ladies said, are you taking class? And I said, yeah, I'm taking the beginning of it. Oh, no, shouldn't have come tonight. <laughs> <laughs> that's the sort of thing. Same with the fighters. When, when they know I'm out the back, it's... It's, yeah, things gonna happen, and yep. yeah, they're gonna get yelled at and things like that. <laughs> I remember <laughs> there's, there's the good guy and bad guy. Well, I am definitely the loud, hard bad guy. <laughs> yeah, I remember one yeah. of the uh, the days I came in when I when I first came here, um, and oh, someone else was running the class, but I think you were holding pads for Shannon. Yes, and it was so funny because I was just you know kind of watching the, the the level of work for everyone else, and then watching you just completely drill Sh- Shannon. And uh, yeah, it was it was entertaining to watch. So I mean, she's a beast. So yeah, yeah. your work speaks for itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and no. I mean, her her work ethic speaks for itself. Oh, so. it does. Like she just, <laughs> you can't beat her work ethic. Like yeah. she's a job, family, oh, absolutely everything. Yeah, she kind of scares me that one. Yeah, <laughs> she's a bit no, of a monster. She's great. She's got a heart of heart like a lion. Yeah. Mm. So you've got. Uh, we were chatting before. You've got four fighters coming up for Pride. At the moment, yeah, four. I think, yeah, we did have the five, but yep. um, uh, one, yep. one of the fighters had to pull out. Yeah, and how's uh, how's prep going for all of them? Very good. Two weeks out, um, we're all looking. We're looking very good. Yep. Um, Shannon's all set to go. Um, Dakota's all primed after his win in, in Roots over in Melbourne. Yep. Um, Heath is uh, three fights, uh, three wins. So they're bringing over Western Australian boy for him. Beautiful. Um, and Kendra's stepping back in the ring after so much time. Exciting. Um, so it's exciting for her. Yeah. Um, and I don't think she'd mind me saying she's she's one of the older crew, but you know she's the, you know to travel an hour and a half here every night to train is uh, amazing. Um, and yeah, unfortunately Penny's um, um, fighter had to pull out, but to hopefully Carly will bring someone up for her. Yep. But cool. they're all prepped, all. All just about ready to go. Yep, mm. beautiful. All exciting. Is there anything that you do want to add before we uh, we start to wrap it up? No, no. Oh, thanks for having me. But um, no, no. It's uh, you know the journey's been fantastic and it's it's continuing. Yeah. Um, I've uh, you know, well, my son doesn't train anymore, but um, uh, his daughter is here, so yep. I've got my yeah, granddaughter I've seen, here. So I've seen the post. It's all starting uh, again. Yep. Um, so yeah. Uh, it's it's just and hopefully my grandson will pop in and <laughs> yeah soon soon enough but uh, no it's 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 just a continual journey it's martial arts it's a circle it just keeps on keeps on going around that's it mm. yeah no thank you for uh, thank you for joining me it's cool to uh, pick the brains of some of the uh, I don't know whether veterans are the right word but yeah some yeah. of the ones who've you know been around the sport for a long time yes and it's been, have that unique perspective but it's good it's you know like it's it's good out there. Um, you know, obviously went to all the fight shows years ago and things like that and just seeing a couple of trainers. But now there's a lot, a lot of great gyms out there and yeah. all the trainers are really good. You know, we get on, all the South Australian trainers get on very well, so which is yeah. good. You can go to a fight show and you have a bit of a chat, even though your fighters have got to fight off. And uh, yeah. it's it's really respectful. And that's a big thing with Muay Thai. It is so respectful. Yeah. You know, we, we see that journey in, in Thailand 
um, because I have got money in a gym in Thailand. Yeah. Um, so I'm over there quite quite a lot um, and uh, get to corner yep. in Thailand, and that, oh, that wow. is just fantastic. Wow. So um, and the respect over there, and you can just see that culture, yeah. and we have got it here. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah, we're pretty lucky here. It's uh, it's like one big family that tend to punch each other in the face a lot. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But they all talk afterwards. They're yeah. all on the social media afterwards, chatting to each other and saying yeah. that was a great fight and yeah, must do it again and that sort of thing. So definitely, yeah, beautiful. So for anyone that's listening, um, where can they find boars? Yep, Boars, we are down on uh, the corner of Pimpala and Panalatinga Road at Woodcroft, yep. down south. Cool. And any social media links or any of that that you want um, to share? Yeah, we've, we've obviously got our website yep. um, under Boars Martial Arts. We've got uh, Facebook, cool. um, Instagram, yep. and uh, Carly's got yeah, Females Fighting Forward with all of that. Um, she does most of the <laughs> social media side of things. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I don't do too much of that, but uh, she does all of that. But, uh, yeah, I'm on the end of a phone at any time. Beautiful. Easy. Well, um, yeah, I'll pop all the links and uh, the address and whatever else for Boars in the podcast description so people can Fantastic. check it out if, if they like. So, mm. yeah. Thank you heaps. No, thank you for having me. Pleasure. Now, as always, a quick invitation if you want to check out a little bit more about either myself or what I'm up to with the Live Free group, um, here are all of the social media links and information you need. So, of course, if you want to check out a little bit more about me, your host, Brianna Bowley, you can do so at facebook.com forward slash Brianna Bowley coach or on Instagram at instagram.com forward slash Brianna Bowley. That's spelled B-R-I-A-N-A-B-O-W-L-E-Y. Otherwise, if you want to check out a little bit more about the Live Free group, our optimization and peak performance brand, we have, of course, the Live Free Experience, the podcast you're currently listening to, which has its own Facebook and Instagram by simply searching the Live Free Experience. Otherwise, we have our Mindset Coaching for Peak Performance and Optimization, which you can find out all the details or book in your free consultation with either myself or one of our talented coaches by checking out facebook.com forward slash the Live Free Movement or the Live Free Movement on Instagram. Otherwise, finally, we have the Live Free Academy, which is, of course, our educational platform for entrepreneurs, athletes, entertainers, and personalities to learn all the back-end side of um, business optimization. So looking at things like branding, looking at things like uh, contract negotiation and foundational legal knowledge, um, looking at networking, looking at financial structure, business management, all of those kind of nitty gritty things. Um, and have I mentioned that we're aiming to really provide this knowledge to you in a fun way because I don't know whether I'm speaking only for myself here, but this stuff can be pretty friggin' boring. So if we can add a little bit of a, a little, little bit of spark to it, and make it a bit more of a kind of fun social thing, then, uh, you know, we can all level up. So all of that info can be found on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the live free academy or on Instagram at instagram.com forward slash the live free academy or at www.thelivefreeacademy.com.au. And until next time, what else is possible?